Hey, this is the Haya Podcast. I am Brandon Cervinia, your host. I'm uh, starting a new series on boundaries. I'm reading a book by Henry Cloud, and I've been given a lot of suggestions to read it. So now I'm reading with my best friend, Brandon. They're good. So They're enjoy good. the Brandon and Brandon yeah, nine and um, eight. series podcast yeah. on the Haya. Looking up there in age. Check it. Okay. We, we just hold us in the middle. We can put it somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was my one the whole time. Yeah. Cool. I hate that butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I you just, hate it. I just texted Sarah and was like, holy crap, I just heard the language of our marriage. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I've had such bad boundaries with her. So, is it... I'm on both sides of it. Like, I feel sides? like... I feel like I... This is going to challenge me because... I'm I'm living in this space right now of like... You sacrifice everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. All of it. Because I'm reading scripture saying to do that. So, I'm like... All sacrifice, all the time. Mm-hmm. Never give up, never surrender. You just put up with whatever the fuck you need to put up with. Mm-hmm. And not... And deal with it. Yeah. And this book's like, no. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> so now I'm curious to see what it says on how to do that properly. Because I'm like, man, I, it's good. I don't want to set boundaries. I want to live a sacrificial life and yeah. do everything for everyone. And yeah. At my own expense. I think I think people... Because I'm, I'm I don't think I have bad boundaries. I, think, I do. I think I have bad awareness of other people's boundaries. Me, oh yeah, yeah. That's probably a higher up for you. Yeah, that's definitely where I'm at. Cause I'm like, okay, cause I can do all these things. Yeah, you're not you're not bad at setting boundaries for others. You're just bad at respecting boundaries. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that has I'm learning too. That has to do with my family. I don't know if I was if I had that revelation with you, or if I had that revelation with someone else. But like, my parents, my family do not care about boundaries. They care about social norms, and that's probably why I do, don't care about social norms. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they don't care about, they just don't care what you have, what you, what you need. They care about what they need to do collectively. Yeah. And you have to like fight for what you want. Exactly. Which is why you're good at setting your own boundaries. Well, I'm good at setting, but also why I'm bad at respecting other people's Mm -hmm. because I never felt like my boundaries were ever respected. And so then, um, I don't think that, that there's a necessity there. You got used to fighting for what you need. Regardless of others, because that's how you were raised. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but- I'm I'm kind of the same. Like, I that's why I'm not good at. I guess I'm not good at respecting boundaries. I listen to that whole thing. I'm like, I'm the fucking mean guy who's yelling at his wife all the time. And oh yeah, you're even though gonna- I I do feel like recently I'm associating more with with the lady, but the in the past definitely that all the people that were doing it to her like I do all that stuff. Right, you were the you were the child in the parent relationship. I was all of it, yeah. Yeah. Lately, I've been more her than him, but or them, I should say. But I would agree with that. I think I think um, early, like last year, the beginning of your situation, that's you were like you were played as the child, and now it's kind of role reversed. I don't know how much is role reverse i think she's just depressed so it feels like i'm doing more but yeah okay um yeah boundaries nose and falls i mean she's really good at at respecting my values and my opinions and stuff like that she just 
it just feels like she doesn't love me anymore. Mm. She doesn't care. Yeah. But she's still, it's like, it's like living with someone who's just a really good person. She's like a roommate. Mm. So it's like, there's no reciprocation of love, of Eros. Yeah. Where she's definitely a guy, like when she says she loves me, I'm like, yeah, agape. <laughs> there's no more depth to love than a, than that. Like, it's just agape. There's no Eros mm-hmm. in there anymore. Which is what I'm fighting for. But it's hard because sometimes I don't think I do either. I don't think I have Eros love for her anymore either. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just done with not being loved. I mean, that I mean that, that I might be, that might be good then that you are in a place of learning boundaries because then now you can learn how to do your thing for yourself and then give that space to, you know, where the marriage is actually at. Yeah. And so, like... Yeah, and I heard her language in, like, at the end when he was talking about stuff you're supposed to do and say, and I, I heard her language so much. And I was like, what was she talks stuff? to me. She talks to me like this. Like how? She follows this book for... for I know, but how does... Herself. How, like... Like, what language, though? Oh, I can't remember some... Like, I can just see it. Like, there are times when she's just like, um, that's not okay for me, but you're fine to do that. Like, she does... She says things like that all mm. the time. Like, I could just hear her language. Um, like, just listening to that, I can hear her enacting things that definitely fit in with what this... The feel of this book is going towards. Yeah. I'm like, she's been doing this for years, and I haven't been respecting <laughs> any of it at all. Like, I'm at person who is just pushing and pushing and pushing and, she, and like like he said when he said um, sometimes you'll set boundaries with people and they won't and it's hard because they won't respect it and they won't get it'll make things worse yeah yeah I, I've definitely done that she yeah. sets boundaries with me and I get all mad and frustrated and, so said, and then it makes her and then I blame her and yeah. I'm like it's your fault you're doing this to me uh, the, the victim mindset let's go let's play the victim sorry yeah. not you well you kind of did but no, I definitely was. I would. I would. I'd play the victim because yeah. she would. She would set a boundary, and then instead of respecting and honoring her for doing that, I would get mad and be like, "This is all your fault. You're doing this. You're the one choosing to act like this." Yeah. The more I like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, actually, I think I do respect boundaries when they're being told. Um, but I also like, and then this was like the text. You, you. What happens is, for like friends and certain people, you respect you might respect the boundaries more. But when you're in love with someone, right, well, but you, you tend to kind of get blinded to that a little bit because, right. especially when they when they are like, no, I'm done with you, right? Because then you're like, you can't be done with me. <laughs> no, I don't think that's what happens. Because this is what's this is what happened in the text, right? The, the revelation that I that I shared with you. Mm-hmm. I think, I think what I do is I I leave room for. I just leave room for what ifs, and instead of letting myself be in the what if, I I invite a an opportunity to see what the reality is. Um, and I think I don't th- I don't know I feel like that's a, a healthy way to to present um, a possibility without trying to break boundaries. But because I could, and the the reality is I didn't know where the boundary was. I don't know where the boundaries are in general unless they're communicated. I had this conversation with one of my kids yesterday. He's like, he was telling me how he he doesn't like being told what to do in this specific area, mm-hmm. and then he wouldn't he wouldn't tell us why. Um, and then it wasn't until he communicated why he actually doesn't like that was when it was more I was able to understand the reality of the situation for him. Um, and I think that's I think that's good. To, to pry but then like people don't want to talk about those things though at the same time yeah and that's where I'm going to struggle with this boundary thing is like 
you got it, and that and that's what you were doing was you're prying and trying to get stuff out of these women who like somehow done with you and you're like I don't understand it right like, give well, me the answer it's more and of like they give you what they feel is the answer and you're like no that's not good enough Let's no go I don't deeper. think I do that I don't do that I don't do that and either. they're like no I'm done I've talked to all three well I've talked to two of them now and they said they, they totally feel that way yeah that they feel like they've given you enough answer and that you keep pressing for more yeah and they're like no, I've already told you you know, and you're like, no, that's not good enough. I need to have more information. Yeah, I guess that's the way it was, you don't, it's communicated. You don't feel like you understand. So you don't feel like you've been communicated to enough sufficiently to understand why the breakoff is happening. And they feel like they've communicated sufficiently enough. But because of your personality you and you're not respecting their boundary of saying, I'm done, you go, no, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm coming after you and I'm going to get this answer because we're going to get to the bottom of this because... We can't just sit back and do nothing. We have to we have to understand fully and have the truth and yeah. live in that and challenge ourselves. And they're like, but I told you I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, fuck you. We're not done. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. So right. then, well, they get, then they then they like, whoa, you're acting crazy and they back off. And yeah. You ruin, and then it ruins things. <laughs> I shouldn't say you ruin things. It ruins things. That attitude ruins things. Yeah. I mean, it's just a contrast of... Uh, of communication because I'm not yeah I mean I'm okay with it being done yeah um, but at the same time I don't like to think um, I don't like to think yeah but it's like it's like the saying that I say all the time there's no such thing as failure it's only an opportunity to succeed or grow yeah right so when you fit when something fails you're like <clears throat> how can I grow from this? And if you don't have enough information to grow from it, then it becomes a failure and you're like, oh crap. No, no, no. I got to grow from this. I got to learn. So tell me everything that I did wrong so I can fix it and adjust yeah. it. And then, but that, that is actually coming from an unhealthy mindset, needing to fix things. That's a, wow. That's, a that's something I always talk to you about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm bringing it up because right. I'm, I'm, I mean, I've been I'm, learning it. Yeah. And I'm not trying... I'm not even trying to fix things. Um, You're trying to fix it in yourself. No. I mean, it may not even for other people, but just trying to fix it in yourself. But I... And... See, this is where I feel misunderstood. I don't... I don't... It was like... Half the time, I'm not like... I'm just... I'm I'm opening an an opportunity for, for more growth, I guess. That I don't need... From the person, mm-hmm. and I can find it from like other people, and that's the key. Well, I mean, okay. Here's the thing, though. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not try. Right. So like, and so it feels like I get <clears throat> vilified for trying, and I get vilified for for failure. That's because you try too hard. <laughs> you overdo it. Yeah, I do. I do overdo. That's all it is. You just overdo it. Yeah. You just gotta like like. And I was trying to advise you when you were um, breaking it off with the last one. Um, I was trying to buy I was telling you like just wait wait until it happens naturally oh, just whatever. wait wait but you had to like you had to get in there that's just you how to I am too and, and, I, and but if you had waited a lot longer like cause it she was fine at first yeah and then but if you had waited to talk to her and send text messages to her and just been like hey this is a good healthy break off like we just weren't a good fit I understand that you feel that way and you see her and just like hey how's it going and act fine and act normal. Yeah. And then eventually, as you start becoming friends again, 
and you start feeling connected again, then you can be like, hey, remember like 10 years ago when we were dating? Whatever happened? (laughs) It might be that long. You know, like I had a friend in high school. We dated in like seventh grade or something like that. And her name was Sharissa. She was my best friend's sister. Yeah. And she broke up. I broke up with her because she stopped talking to me and hanging out with me. Yeah. And it turned out she felt embarrassed and shy because her dad told her she wasn't allowed to date. Oh. And she was dating me anyway. Right. But then she was always like bitter and mean and nasty to me all the time. Yeah. Afterwards. And I never could figure out why. And then like three, four or five years later, I finally was like, whatever happened with us? Why were we friends anymore after we broke up? And she's like, because you were mean to me. (laughs) And I was like, what? It took four years, like, because the way I broke up with her, because I thought she was ignoring me and not liking me. So I was like, fuck you. It's over. And the the way I broke up with her, she thought I hated her. And so she treated me bad. Yeah. But I was always trying to, like, be a friend. I still had a crush on her. I wanted to date her. I just couldn't figure out what was wrong. Right. But then after that, we became friends because she was my best friend's sister. So I left her alone Mm because I didn't want to, you know, break my... I didn't want to piss my friend off. Yeah. So I just left her alone. She just was mean to me for a while. I was around her all the time. But eventually, after a couple of years, we were friends again. And she was part of our, like, friend yeah. group in high school where she was with us all the time. And we were friends again. Now, like, if I ever talked to her now, she's like, hey. And she's happy. Well, that's my it's my thing, too, is, like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I feel like. If you have, if you have a, a healthy, I feel like healthy boundaries is security in yourself, right? Um, and so, like, having those conversations sh- shouldn't be hard when you're firm on who you are and where you're at. Um, and also, but it also has to do with the same side to me. Like, you also have to have health, you, like from the person receiving and the person wanting, right? I don't need, I'm not, I have my own self that I enjoy already. I don't need this conversation. And the same thing with like, I am okay with having this conversation because I don't need, I don't need, I don't need to give this to you, but I'm like, it's not gonna be hard for me. That's what it feels like in an ideal situation. Yeah. And I think with, and I don't want to like, because I, I, I played a, I played a part in it too. I was pushing more instead of letting it go. But at the same time, there's also like the fear and the hurt that I feel like, you know, these, these past relationships have had. Um, but I don't know. Oh, this is going to be a hard one for me because I don't, I really... I don't, I don't know how to find that proper balance of honoring people's boundaries and challenging them yeah. and honoring your own boundaries and being sacrificial. I, I really don't know where the line is. I think, well, I think the focus is yourself. I think the focus has to be yourself. And so like learning from what you can do and then just letting whatever happens. Cause I'm like. I'm a person who likes to sit in reality. I like to to discover what the reality of anything is. And so, and you can only, the only thing you have control of is your own boundaries and your own self-awareness. And so like, I know that I can't push as hard now. I've done it three times. (laughs) (laughs) 
Third time's a charm. Um, you mean fourth time's a charm? Fourth time? <laughs> the next one will be your fourth Oh, yeah, time. whatever. No, 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 no. Third time's a charm for me to get it. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Oh, it is me. Okay, well... When three girls who are really close to you have tell right. you, well, with this, the with the same, but they all three of them too do. have the same a, a lens of abuse. Yeah, but most people do. Yeah, exactly. That's why we have to learn how to honor their boundaries. Yeah, right? and that thing is, we we can't walk in someone else's shoes. We have to let them tell us. So most people what, do, yeah, but mo- not most that's what people. What someone's boundaries is about. They're telling us yeah. what they're what their trauma is and where and they're, they're at in the growing process and where they're at in the growing process yeah and then we gotta honor their process right like yeah. I'm not just gonna expect you if I'd expected you to have all these boundaries things down when I first met you you'd been like screw you you don't tell what you're talking about <laughs> right if I tried to call you out you'd, I mean I did I tried to call you out a few times and you still were just like yeah I don't really see it that way no like, people should be I think no here's the thing though <laughs> I, I see it that way I just I I am too I I try to control reality too much. I shouldn't say that. I I try to control how reality comes in front of me instead of just letting reality kind of just flow naturally. Does that make sense? I think that I'm more in control. Well, I think I have more agency to discover reality than letting the reality kind of just form naturally. And I think what I'm learning from like our conversations is that it is healthier to actually let reality kind of settle in instead of trying to force reality into my into like into itself okay yeah i think it makes sense that's what i because well that's what i do right like Mm -hmm. i don't like the what if let's just try to figure out what the reality of where we're both at at instead of just like naturally letting both of us unravel where reality is coming yeah and you also have to honor the 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 way in which each like the journey that you're on, it's different at different steps. You right. learn different things. Exactly. And you learn it in God's timing, right? Yeah. Like, he teaches you things, and he's like, I'm going to teach you this first, and then this, and then this. Yeah. And we may not know what that is. Yeah. But he lines it up perfectly so that the way that our brain is made, it understands it well. Yeah. And so, and like, so like, when you try and come in, and you're like, I'm on step two of a ten-step process of God teaching me something, and you come in, and you try to st- teach te- step ten, it's like no, screw off. Yeah, you know, and then and, you can do it. Yeah, and even that's more damage and make them resistant yeah. to it. Because then when God tries to teach them, they're like, "No, that's what that asshole once taught tried yeah. to teach me. I'm not listening to that." Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like, and that's the pride part on my end, I guess, is like, I've gone through the steps. Yeah, and it's just it's, and that's something I'm also learning. I'm just deep, mm-hmm. and so it's just it's it's fast. And the other thing too, you have to remember is. You might have learned everything in the deep end, but you haven't touched the shallow end yet. You haven't touched I don't, the, yeah, and I hate the, the super slide yet. You haven't touched the, mm-hmm. you know, there's like other parts of the water park you haven't been in yet. Yeah. And you've mastered the deep end. And the person you might be talking to hasn't been in the deep end yet, but they've mastered the water slide section. Yeah. So you guys are both masters of your domains, the areas that you've been in. Yeah. But you're feeling like I'm better because I'm mastered the deep end. I'm no, deep. hold on. Maybe I not better. I don't say I'm better. Maybe not better, but you might you but, might feel or think that way subconsciously. Right. I'm more mature. Because I've heard you say that she's not, she needs to mature more. I'm more mature or I've heard you. Well, I mean, I've said that to, about both of us. Uh, I, I've heard you insinuate that you feel like you're more mature. 
<laughs> and that's never and what I'm not trying to do. I know, but and I'm t- that's what I'm saying. It's subconscious. It's right. a subconscious thing, which ma- which is what makes us not have boundaries. Is we feel like we know better than you in this moment. Right. And sometimes maybe you do about that specific subject, but you have to remember like it's like a a professional doctor mocking a professional salesman. Right. Because you don't know about doctoring. And the salesman's like, you don't know about selling. Mm-hmm. And they're both thinking they know better than the other person That's because good. they're professionals at what they do. But the reality is they're both they're both at a high level of what they're good at. I think that's the... I mean, that goes into the... Bound, that goes back to the whole... It like, we got to focus on ourselves. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything comes... Everything, I'm talking to myself right now. I right. just realized. <laughs> well, this is where I'm coming to. Like, I think going back to letting the flow of reality kind of take its place instead of trying to take control of where you want where you want where you like where you want to see reality coming in in. and like letting the what if just let go of the what if and and let reality naturally settle in Mm -hmm. and that also means focusing on your boundaries your where you're at and where you're going Um, focusing on your character focusing on your community focusing on um, who you are becoming and and everything else will just settle in okay this is where it's all at um, because in the re- in the real the reality is what I do is I try to step into the person's story again mm-hmm. I try to, to to ask to be part of the driver's seat or not driven driver's seat in like the passenger seat somehow and that's where I just don't see the boundary because I don't think that that's what I'm doing. I mean, it's the same thing with just people in general, right? Yeah. We, it's, it's not the fact that I don't know boundaries or I'm not good at boundaries. It's the fact that I don't see myself taking people's wheels or being a part of other people's car without, this goes into like the permission thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm allowed to be, I'm, well, I don't think I'm allowed to be a backseat driver with you, but I do think that I, I, I'm, uh, I'm invited. You're a passenger. You're not a backseat. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm allowed. I'm invited to be a passenger. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear your opinions and thoughts and ideas. Yeah, and I want feedback on how my, how my driving's going. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, and I don't want you to throw it at me, but I want to ask you and get it from you. Yeah, and and for like, you know, the past four years five seven years i thought you know it's okay for me to just pop into somebody's car and start talking to them about (laughs) where their life is i i mean that was that's what what ministry was to me for the longest time especially when i was at simpson dude there was always an agenda Mm -hmm. and the agenda was do you know you're loved well that's what happened to me at the honor academy because at the honor academy every single person there has said Everyone in this place is in my passenger seat, so you can call me out for yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And you just get used to being around 2,000 people who are all like, call me out for anything and everything. This is what I'm here for. I'm open to yeah. everyone's feedback. Yeah. That was the point of the place. But you have to remember, when you're in that kind of situation, that's the point of the place. Yeah, yeah. It's that's not the, the way you are going to be with everyone else. And, that's... and being there is the invitation into yeah the passenger seat. and that's what it is like to when you leave you exit the car right and, and that's get invited back in again that's what it was like too when i was at simpson and i started like when i left i started treating all my conversations like they were discussions instead of mm-hmm. allowing people to be just real 
Yeah. And and so then disagreements when disagreements would happen, I would invite. I would think I'm inviting a discussion when in reality that person's just being vulnerable with me and they just need to be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't, I haven't, it's not even like the fact that I'm not aware. <laughs> it's just the fact that I love the, I love um, the scholarship environment more because mm-hmm. there's just so much more growth in that yeah. space. Yep. But, but you also have to be able to get to the level of where the person's at. Yeah. Like right now I have a camper that I'm at at camp. Yeah. And the level where he's at is, I believe in God, but I struggle with wanting to believe in God because I love science and I don't see how they mix. And so I'm having a hard time with it, but I'll figure it out when I'm older. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 that's not how it works, bro. You got to figure that shit out now. Yeah. Um, but, but like his language is very sexualized. Like all he talks about is, is I don't know how graphic you want your what is boner to be. <laughs> like we did this rap thing where he was slapping his balls oh. and it was making like a sound because he can slap it really loud <laughs> Gosh. and so the kids are rapping and I jump in and beatboxed with him while they were doing that yeah 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 because I'm and, and in my mind I'm like this is fucking gross yeah this is I'm like am I gonna get in trouble for this <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm meeting them where they're at because I want them to be able to connect with me and not feel judged not feel like <sighs> who they are right now is bad because in the place that he's at is he's just discovering that God is a real thing and there's something already pushing back on him mm-hmm. saying no it's not no it's not no it's not yeah and I'm going yeah yeah it is dude Jesus says come as you are he doesn't care come in we'll talk about it we'll learn about it and so now I'm going to the gym with him Monday yeah and I'm gonna like I, I finally sat down with him I got real with him because he's a lot like me class clown all this trauma in his life but he doesn't but he pretends like it doesn't exist by making jokes and making everybody laugh and being popular. And he's better at being popular than I was in high school, but he, he, uh, he lives off of that because that's what brings him peace. What he thinks is peace. Yeah. And so the truth is he doesn't have a dad. He doesn't have a dad. You said, yeah, he doesn't have, so I sat down and talked with him. He was talking about how he doesn't have a dad figure, but he craves it. So he's clinging to me because I am a dad figure Mm -hmm. to him. And a healthy one, and he's seeing me and going, I want, I want what you got. Mm-hmm. And because I came in and did the ball slap song with him, <laughs> he looks up to me. Yeah. And now I can slowly bring him into a bigger place by investing in him instead of <clears throat> jumping in and being like, Do you really think that's appropriate to be slapping your balls in front of all these people? Come on, yeah. man. Like, challenge yourself, be better. You yeah. know, like, maybe. That would have worked, <clears throat> but I didn't have the agency yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think with my wife, I don't have agency to speak into her, mm-hmm. so I'm not at the moment. You mm-hmm. know, I might have used to, and I lost it because of the way that I treated her. Right. Um, you have agency with me, so you can call shit out on me all the time right. whenever you want to. You didn't quite have that yet with the, the girls that you were dating. You right. thought you did because you were dating, so you're like, oh, I, we're dating, I have agency. Well, it's not even that. It's more like, because I think I have that with everybody. It's not even just like, it's just different with the girls that I, because I spend more time with them. Yeah. And I think that's where, and you're definitely learning this, but it's the, you know, the different loves, right? There's Eros and Agape and all that. And you've, you've lived in those other ones. You've never lived in Eros before. Yeah. So you're discovering the differences that Eros brings to the table. Yeah, and, and I'm also discovering how much is hard. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't you can't love with Eros like you can with Agape or no. with Leos. 
I can have those discussions with God. I can, you know, I can have those discussions with my friends, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, it's it's just different. Eros is a different, but with me, when it's, when it's activated, it's so good. And a yeah. lot, but a lot of people confuse Shateros and Phileos and Agape mm-hmm. with Eros, and they love in those ways, and then people don't feel satisfied. Yeah, and I, and I also realized, too, though, I do that because, here's my mentor right there. I do that because um, because of my psychology studies, like Mm -hmm. what I've studied on psychology and human behavior Mm -hmm. and um, and how I think people work because of my studies on psychology. But what I've also learned is like my my understanding of psychology is not my theology. My theology at its bare bones is who God is and what he's doing in me and those around me. Mm -hmm. I cannot... I cannot, you know, program an identity of a person that I'm creating a relationship with. Yeah. I can't do that. And I and I realize that I do that a lot with people. I program who they are in front of me instead of let instead of seeing what God is doing in them. Um and, and allowing them to discover God. Um and honestly, if I saw that, if I did that more often, I probably would be, would be able to discern my relationships a lot better. Yeah. Cause like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want any of those three women if I discerned that more often. Yeah. You would have realized that not only were you not good for them, but they weren't good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what the dating process to me is about. It's about yeah. saying like, are we good fit? And you tested it and found out. Nope. Yeah. No, it's not. Cause what I do, well, <laughs> what I do is I, I. I listen to the psychology. I listen to the philosophy more than I listen to my theology. Yeah. Um, my theology just wants to be connected to God. My theology... There's also another component that's in there, too. What is it? A little happy. <laughs> just kidding. No, the part that's Brandon. Like, there's things that you want. Yeah. And you crave. And they they can be a mix of worldly desires and biblical desires. And when you're a very godly person... Honestly, the worldly desires, the fleshly desires can get muddled with the godly ones. And so, and, and sometimes the godly ones can be muddled with the worldly ones. Like a lot of people might think, oh, it's wrong to really desire a woman. It's wrong. And it's like, Genesis. No, it's not the hell are you talking about? It's yeah. literally in the Bible. Like it is if not you good. can't quench the fire, go for it. Yeah. Or go like, ham, get a girl, get a wife, get married, have lots of sex, make babies. Yeah. Or like even in Genesis is not good for a man to be alone. Mm-hmm. But then the way in which you pursue a woman, it can feel godly. Like, oh man. Mm-hmm. But I've seen so many Christian men who are just like targeting women in a very unhealthy way. Yeah. And their whole life is about finding a woman. Yeah. And, and it takes part, not in you necessarily, but just in general, like their whole life is about my whole life pursuing is, is, is a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, please, (laughs) I don't want this distraction, God. And he's like, well, let me help you get rid of it. Yeah, but you do. Yeah, I do. At the same time. Like you, but that's where like the world, that's where. Well, okay. Well, it gets muddy tonight. You want it. It's not wrong. Yeah. But you don't want to want it. And that's where you kind of have to let that go a little bit. That's where I think that right there is exactly what Paul's talking about when he says, you can't quench the fire go for it don't stop saying i don't want this god like just go for it well okay let me i'm not saying like go out and date every girl you can but like stop giving yourself grief for liking girls yeah (laughs) well this is what i discovered is i i've repelled 
I've repelled a desire for a woman because of how much I've seen it become an idol. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's that's the thing. That's and, the metal part. Yeah, yeah. And so like, okay. And that's why I re- that's why I've rejected it for the past two years until I started dating Malia and like was more open to it over the summer last summer. Um, but I discovered is like, oh, I I've been I've I don't I'm worried about being an idol because I let it be an idol, mm-hmm. and I need to let that go, and continue. And so like my and and it's made my relationship with God so much more intimate. Um. And I'm allowed to have those desires, but it's not some. It's not like gonna be my main priority. Yeah. I don't want it to be my main. Pri- that was the whole thing. I don't want this to be my my main priority, and that's why I've been running away from it. And now that I've learned how to let it go, where it's coming from, it's easier to say that I want that, but also, like, I want, I want myself more. Yeah. At least right now, because that's not where I'm at. Like, this goes into the natural reality, like, natural settling into reality. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be married until I'm married. Yeah. And that's what I've wanted the entire time. you got to let yourself time. naturally find someone. Exactly. And that's what I've wanted the entire time. Yeah. But because I'm, like, because I'm so afraid. And that's kind of. my idol so much. That, I've been holding on to yeah. a, a future wife. And I felt like you did good in the beginning. Like, you naturally ran into Malia. You naturally yeah. started, like, you went a little quick, but you, I mean, a lot quick. But yeah. <laughs> quicker than you probably should have. You can slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like you, that thing it started to flow. But it, naturally. it became a. But there's that double-mindedness that I had, mm-hmm. you know, like future wife relationship with God, and then so then I started to con- take control where the future wife. It's the muddied up thing, right? It it became muddied up. I wanted my future wife, but also like I need Jesus, and so like a lot of the times when I was in relationship with her, I I tried. I try to like come back to the father because it was so hard to like to be with him while with her even though I would be praying every day even though I'd be having these conversations of like how, how difficult it was and I realized it was like this this other fleshly desire that's not bad but something that I've been holding on to since I was even a kid has protected mm-hmm. me and so it created it just it created division more than it created intimacy and um, don't you know the more the more the faster we went the more the more the intimacy was was false because the intimacy was reliant on what we had to offer and not who we were which were children of God yeah and we 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 took more yeah we took more of what we had to offer than you know being who we were together and that's where it really just got destroyed. And in, so instead of, I don't know, I think on on my on both ends, like instead of taking responsibility of what happened, we you know decide to blame each other for it happening. Yeah, the blame game gets rough. It's the blame game, but they do it all the time. Honestly, though, like I saw the signs on my end, and I show I still chose into it because of my psych- like understanding of psychology and mm-hmm. philosophy, and instead of you just figured you'd work it out. Just that, I mean, yeah. if you were married, though, if you were married, that's your methods, fault too, though. That's like the methods you were using are good if you're married, and you, honestly, you need to use them in the dating relationship too. But the difference is, if you don't, if if you're having to utilize those methods that early on, yeah, those are great signs for you to say this might not work out. Yeah. You know, sure. and, and that's what the dating process is for is when you're having to get into 
like five, six, ten year level marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like being married for that long counseling. Yeah. At month two of dating. Yeah. Like that's when you can go, this isn't really working. Yeah. You know, like it's not flowing easy enough for us. We should be in a honeymoon phase right now where we're like in lovey dovey mode all the time. Yeah, and that kinda ended like the third week. Yeah. And Because that... I tried to separate. Mm-hmm. And I needed it. Because, I mean, this is like, the honeymoon phase for me is, Cause you went like, too fast more too connection with God. And I was not feeling that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I love you, man. This was good. We should uh, we should end our podcast with something every time, like. Oh, yeah? Like, this is the Brandon versus Brandon podcast. The Brandon. <laughs> should we name it, like, Brandon versus Brandon? <laughs> Brandon versus Brandon. Uh, how it will... We'll just have a series. Of, and this we're, is the boundary we're reading series. through Boundaries by, what's the name of the book? Henry, Henry Cloud. Henry Cloud. Dr. Henry, Henry Cloud Dr. and Henry something Cloud. Tim Townsend. 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 Uh, and so if... We'll figure it out. We don't have to do it the first one. <clears throat> yeah, Boundaries uh, John Townsend. Dr. Henry Cloud and oh Dr. Gosh. John Townsend. I'm done with this. So if people want to read the book <laughs> and then listen to our commentary <laughs> after this was how about How one. about we end with a prayer every time? We just do that? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, go we ahead. should talk about what we're talking about too, so people could like read and follow along if they want to. Because these, yeah, be well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy the forever. I'm gonna buy the book. That way, we can actually have some talking points. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to pray? Okay. Lord, just bless this time, this podcasting that we're starting, where we're gonna be all open and clear with each other, and it might be awkward to share that with whoever listens to the podcast. Um, but I just pray that you would allow this time to not only bless me and Brandon, but to maybe actually have someone else listen to it and be blessed by it and learn something. Um, I pray that you would teach us through each other to be better husbands, better daters, <laughs> um, better men that follow you. In your name. Amen. Amen.